0: Join the show by calling into 435 752 1069 or text 435 339 0321. It's the Full Court
3: Press. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson with you here on a Tuesday here on the Full Court Press. Hour number two. Flying solo today. Jason Walker getting some work done on his mouth. Not really conducive to coming in and doing a radio show, and your tongue is swollen, and your side of your fa- you can't feel the side of your face. So, get some teeth work uh, taken care of uh, today. So, no Jason Walker today. We won't have him in the studio tomorrow either. He's going to be making the trip down south uh, to Cottonwood as the Logan High Grizzlies are finishing up their regular season at Cottonwood, and. uh see how they can uh, improve their rpi cottonwood's not not doing very well uh an independent 5a school not part of any particular region but uh logan needs a needs a good win uh and uh you know there's some there's some controversy surrounding logan high right now in their football program too so it could be interesting to see how that all plays out uh tomorrow night uh, it'll be on kvnu 6:10 a.m. 102.1 2.1 fm we'll also have a streaming video streaming on Cash Valley Daily.com. So uh, that's one of four different games that will be taking place tomorrow night. The Bear River Bears hosting Salem. So Clint Payne and Jardy Nesson will be on the call there. They do a great job calling the play-by-play for Bear River. We'll have the streaming options on Cache Valley Daily. It'll also be on 104.9, uh, the ranch in Elder County. Mountain Crest hosting Maple Mountain on Wednesday, Jake Ellis and John Olson doing a great job there for the Mustangs on 107.7 KLZX, video streaming on Cash Valley Daily. And last but not least, the Ridgeline Riverhawks heading over the hill to take on the Box Elder Bees uh, er, there in Brigham City. And that will actually be Nick Zollinger and Ryan Lawrenson on the call there for that game with uh, an interesting showdown between 4A, 5A, and uh, Hilders had kind of an up-and-down season with their football uh, team so far this year. Good start, and then they've kind of sputtered here and there to close out the season, so who knows how that game's going to play out. But that'll be on 104.5 The Ranch in Cache County, video streaming on Cache Valley Daily as well. So quick rundown of what's going on tomorrow, and we have also some high school soccer playoffs going on uh, as well, I know Skyview and Green Canyon are hosting. Uh, Logan and Bear River have to go on the road down to southern Utah. But uh, some exciting uh, girls' soccer playoffs underway tomorrow afternoon also. So a lot of different choices to go support well, what's going on in the Valley with our local sports. Uh, reminder, if you want to weigh in on the what we're talking about today on the show, love to hear from you on our full court press text line, 435 339 0 uh, Last hour, we talked a lot about Utah State football, you know, recapping uh, the Air Force game, hearing from Coach Anderson. We'll continue to hear some of his comments. Also looking forward to Colorado State coming up a little bit later on uh, over the weekend. Uh, got some interesting comments from Andre Grayson. We'll hear from him, and uh, love to hear from you also. Uh, and looking at the Major League Baseball playoffs that are underway, wild card series uh, those are now done. How did you feel about this new format for the wild card series? I think it surprised some people the way it turned out, but I thought it was actually pretty fun. And uh, I didn't have a uh, a horse in the race, so it didn't really matter to me who, who won or who lost. So it was uh, pretty, you know, unemotional for me to just watch and see how it all played out. So, but I don't know. What do you think? How did you feel? Uh, about the wild card series in Major League Baseball. 435-339-0321. Uh, 5879 texting in. Having rewatched the Utah State football game, it was clear that we had some forward momentum with the offense, but what really sealed the deal and stopped Air Force was uh, Johnny Carter's forced fumble and interception. Yeah, he had an incredible second half. I, I think that Two players on defense really stood out in me in the second half, particularly in that fourth quarter. a Johnny Carter who punched out the the ball forced created the fumble, recovered by Andre Grayson, and then a little bit later with that interception and uh I thought he had a a great game and definitely big impact in that second half. Byron Vons is the other player who I think really stood out in how he played. And uh became more and more disruptive as the game went on, and took away some of their lane what Air Force was doing in their lanes, and used his speed to counter some of the things that they were doing uh but uh yeah, uh, Johnny Carter had a fantastic game against Air Force, and he'll have a big opportunity this week against Colorado State with a relatively inexperienced quarterback, a system that's gonna that relies on throwing the ball around a lot. So he could have some more opportunities for some takeaways. And as we heard Coach Anderson last hour, the recipe, the secret sauce for Utah State, if they're going to win, they're 13-0 when they have more explosives than the other team and when they have more takeaways than the other team. So an explosive is any offensive play of 20 yards or more. And uh, so far that's been the case this season. When they've won in those two categories, they've won the game. And we'll see if they can do that again coming up on Saturday, five o'clock kickoff on CBS Sports Network. Our pregame coverage here on the Fan and on KVNU will start at three thirty, and go right up to kickoff. And then, as soon as the game is over, we'll be back on the air with Aggie Call to take your calls and your texts to react to the game. A um, couple more texts rolling through five three three eight. During pregame on Saturday, I saw Hale Maltoapuaka while well, wearing his helmet. Headbutt Chucky Keaton, who was not wearing a helmet. I believe that qualifies as concussion protocol for Chucky. That's uh, wow, that's uh Chucky Keaton, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean that's a high risk right there. Halle is not a small man. Um that's that's a interesting interesting choice there for Chucky. Uh 1570 texting in. I'm a Seattle Mariners fan. And have been since the early King Graffiti Jr. days. So it's been a long time since I've been able to watch the Mariners play in the postseason. I thought the wild card series were great. Yeah, you know what? I I think it's been pretty interesting how that's it's worked out. So the the change this year was that it'd be a three best of three and it'd be was one destination. So you're not flying all over the country. You go to one destination. If you have the higher the better record you get to host which there should be a reward for having the better record and you host and for in the best of 3 some of these series were done in two games some went 3 but um here's uh, some interesting interesting thoughts on that and I enjoyed it as well now uh the Mariners won uh the Phillies upset St. Louis uh the, the Padres upset the Mets so there was there were some upsets that took place in the wild card, um, but here's uh, so the here's a couple of interesting things that I came across. Um, there were two road teams, the Phillies and the Mariners, who won two straight games to advance. Um, and to, so, if there were questions about home fair, you know, unfair home field advantage, well, that didn't happen. The only series that went three games was the Padres and the Mets, and that was. A great series. There was controversy. They had, you know, an umpire checking, checking uh, um, somebody's ears, the pitcher's ears, uh, and so if he was had any substances. But um, it really the only only series that had the favored home team win two in a row was Cleveland and Tampa, and those were close games decided by one run. So I think that the, the, the wildcard series was, was a lot of fun. And don't look now. I, don't, I hope If I'm not spoiling something for you, 1570, but I'm going to give an update on the score right now for the Mariners. So if you're, if you're planning on watching this game later or not watching it live, Mariners are at the Astros. And in the top of the ninth, excuse me, the bottom of the ninth now, the bottom of the ninth inning, the Mariners have a 7-5 lead on the Astros. Game one of the ALDS, so that's exciting. Uh, we had a game go final earlier today. Uh, the, uh, the, the Phillies beating the Braves 7-6 on the road. So how about the uh, the road teams coming up so far uh, in these uh, Major League Baseball divisional series. A little bit later on, coming up here in about oh, 15 20 minutes or so, about 20 minutes, uh the uh, Guardians will be at the Yankees. There's been a lot of excitement about the Yankees this year. Is it sustainable? Uh Guardians, you know, Cleveland, they've got they've had some success in the postseason. It's been a minute since they've been there, but they've got the plenty of players that are familiar with what it takes to to succeed in the postseason. Uh, and then at 7:30. Uh, by the way, that game between the between Cleveland and New York is going to be at 5:30 on TBS. And then later tonight, 7:30, Padres at the Dodgers. Kind of a uh, a budding rivalry there between those two teams. Padres went into uh, New York and 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 beat the Mets with the magical season that New York had. Padres went on the road and took them down. Uh, can they do the same? in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. No love lost between these two franchises. So uh, what have your thoughts been so far about Major League Baseball playoffs? Love to hear from you. 435-339-0321. In fact, uh, the, this kind of has something to do with uh, one of our things that we do on, on Tuesdays is the, the stat that blew my mind, and it, it's, it's definitely baseball-related. Let's take a look
0: at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what?
3: On the full court press. Wow, that blew my mind. All right, so this is just one-sided. You don't get to hear Jason's stat that blew his mind, so this is only from me. But this is what blows my mind. And I don't know if it's so much a, a stat as an historical interesting, I don't know, oddity. But I thought it was interesting. I thought it was kind of fun. So the Padres, they they shut out the Mets 6-0, right, to advance to the National League Division Series. So the Mets, turns out they're the first team to be shut out at home in a winner-take-all postseason game since the Mets in 2016 versus San Francisco. But wait, there's more. San Diego, they become the first team to win a winner-take-all game via shutout since San Diego in 2020, when it was a wild card game versus St. Louis. That oh, was just a little odd. <laughs> Ball on both sides, the Mets and the Padres, both times that uh, the last time either one happened was again with the same team who did that. Mets getting blanked and San Diego shutting out, so I thought that was interesting. So uh, you've got now San Diego taking on one of the strongest, well-balanced teams in Major League Baseball that we've seen it in a long time. Now this was a stat a few weeks ago for me that uh, San or the uh, Dodgers not only did they, you know, just how many games that they had won, but how many games they won by. Two or more runs it was staggering. So they have 111 wins overall in the season. And I believe it was in the mid to upper 90s. How many of those games were by multiple runs? So Padres may have their hands full, but they got it done on the road against a solid New York team with the uh, with the Mets. Um, so the just a quick update. Bottom of the ninth, two runners on. But there are two outs. Mariners do lead seven to five, trying to hang on and uh, take game one on the road in Houston. Uh, if you want to weigh in for a, a stat that blew your mind or a player of the week, love to get your nominations. And since we did the stat, well, then we have to do the, the player.
0: Time to see who the real MVP is. If you have a good game. Your game is going to say that. You, know, you don't have to say it puts a lot of cool things in perspective anytime you're the first time doing something it's the full court press player of the week well
3: for the player of the week i'm uh, keeping it close to home i just was really impressed with the play of brian Cobb's on saturday for utah state this has been a bit of an issue that has been an ongoing discussion about wide receivers from Utah State not getting open, not playing physical enough, not being as dynamic as we were all led to believe they could be. But on Saturday, Brian Cobbs put all of that together, and he had himself a performance. Eight receptions, 136 yards, one touchdown but uh, perhaps one of those uh, biggest receptions was only for a few yards when it was on the critical fourth and short, a very contested physical catch coming across the middle. And uh, Brian Cobbs just has really blossomed and uh, come along for Utah State in these last few games. Got to keep that going. Uh, Terrell Vaughn starting to show out and have some moments for Utah State. McGriff, we've seen he has that potential. Love to see him be consistent. And Utah State, if, that, if they can put that together, has some great weapons at the wide receiver position that will really help out a relatively inexperienced Cooper Lagaw If he gets in a jam, he needs to be able to go to some solid and trustworthy wide receivers. And uh, Brian Cobb certainly did that for him on uh, on Saturday. And it was an interesting question that was posed to Coach Anderson on Monday uh, that um, it seems like Brian Cobbs, not <laughs> Brian Cobbs, uh, Cooper Lega, he's the one actually throwing the ball, it looked like Cooper Lega is focusing on only one area of the field to throw the ball to. And it looked like the majority of his passes were all going to the right side of the field. Uh, but uh, Coach Anderson said, hey, don't we don't need to look too much into that much of it was just what Air Force was giving us, and that's where the opportunity was rather than a signal to defend or opposing defenses to load up on that side of the field. And uh, you're going to take away opportunity
2: for Cooper Lega. We tried to push the ball in, in every area of the field, but some of it just came down to pure one on one matchups. Some of it's just nature of where the ball ended up after a kick return or punt return. Um, you know, we want to we be balanced. And to me, balance means spreading around to everybody. And it means run pass. So uh, I don't um, I don't think there was any particular reason other than some of it's just, that's where the ball ended up after return, ended up after a kick. And from there, we started to operate. The way they played us this week did allow for some one-on-one matchups. And, and that, you got your single guy in the boundary and you take him. Some of the RPOs uh, were the same way. We missed a couple very good opportunities to push the ball left side of the field uh, due to, uh, Couple things: protectional breakdown on one, just a missed opportunity on Coop's um, part on another that should have very easily been a touchdown. But I, I wouldn't read a ton into it if it continues on a on a weekly basis. Maybe so, but but really the game wasn't called that way. It just it just kind of turned out that way.
3: Yeah. So uh, he's he's throw the ball where he sees opportunities. There were some opportunities on the left side of the field, um, but yeah. Uh, so I thought that Cooper did a Cooper Lagad did a nice job. Could he be better? Yes, there's opportunities for improvement. Sure, there's room to grow there, but uh, really pleased with how well he's doing uh, throwing the ball downfield. And we're seeing the team go vertical where we weren't seeing that earlier in the year. Some of that is the quarterback position. Some of that's the protections, and a lot of it is the wide receivers doing a better job of running their routes. Uh, so anyway. That's uh, uh, interesting stuff there from Coach Anderson uh one five seven zero texting in one uh, saying that uh maybe these buys for the higher seeds has created a little rust, and uh, these wild card teams that played a few games are hitting their stride, and uh, that's that's always a bit of a risk, um, but uh oh, look at that. Uh, I just saw the game went final, and Astros able to get guys home. So they were able to rally in the ninth, and they win eight to seven. So uh, well I, was, I wasn't paying attention. I looked away. I missed how that happened. Um, so I'll have to go back and look at that and see what happened there as this uh, game concluded. But uh, it looks like it was an Alvarez home run and uh, brought uh, brought three guys through. So three runs in the bottom of the ninth with two outs. I mean, that's, that's classic Houston Astros. But look, I, I get what you're saying, though, um, 1570, that if you have the, a, a bye, you have some time off, there's that risk of not being in rhythm, not being in the same routines. You get out of that a little bit, and you face a team that had an emotional series that had to dig in and play well just to advance, and they can come into that series with some momentum. That that is a risk, um, but uh, that that may be more so on that first game of the series. But over the course of a, a full series, the you know, the the better team usually does win out. But uh, that first one, there is a bit of a risk there that uh, they could come in and with a little bit more of. Uh, ahead of steam coming into the series, where the the team with that buy could be a little bit rusty. Uh, in fact, I think I saw somebody talking about that. I'll see if I can find this uh, about having that that buy and how that affects uh, the team. In fact, yeah, it was uh, Dusty Baker. This was before the game, and uh, having you know what it's like having a team not play for a while. And you, get, you host a team that has some momentum on their side.
0: The one thing that it's done <clears throat> is, is let us set our pitching as much as, anybody, as anything. That's the one positive. Uh, I mean, we don't know if, if rust or being off that long. Uh, we won't know until we get into it. Because I've, I've been on both scenarios where I've clinched early or, or, or eliminated somebody early and had a few days off. But I've also seen some positive things come out of that. But I've also seen some positive things come off, but come out of not having any time off. You know, just getting, just staying on it. You know, so um, I don't know how it's going to affect them. But you know, um, we'll see how it affects us, if anything.
3: Oh well, we now the result now <laughs> didn't seem to affect them too bad. But it's a good point uh, about resetting your 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 pitching. Uh, lineup, giving your arms rest uh, rather than you know, a team that's having to go through their guys a little bit more often. So that's probably the biggest advantage of having that buy. And over the course of the full series, the, the team that has the better players is is going to win. Uh, that, but that first game can be a little bit tricky. Uh, 8968 texting in. I agree. Cooper needs to grow and improve. He has really only played in a couple of games. Give him a chance. Yeah, I mean he's you know spot times here and there um you know last year and if in in before he became the starter at BYU really only a few snaps uh here and there um and uh some time in the spring some time in the fall sure but in in game situations really he's only had two starts so yeah he's uh, he's. it's going to take a minute. Uh, I think that he showed better poise. Not that he didn't have poise at BYU, just some of his timing was off, not throwing the ball on time, not getting enough on the ball when he's throwing it. I thought he was better about that last Saturday. And that's only going to improve. That timing will improve. Understanding what's going on around him, the speed of the game, understanding and getting a feel for where your guys are, that's going to uh, improve as uh, he gets more and more starts for Utah State. So, yeah, I, I, I haven't, I haven't heard criticism of Cooper Luckan. I'm, 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 I hope you're not taking that from me. I think that there are things that that need to be better that he can improve upon. But I'm really impressed with how he has come in, considering the situation, and uh, is growing into that position and is growing into that role as uh, one of the new leaders for Utah State to uh, finish up the last half of the season. Uh, More on that. We'll hear more from the coach. We'll hear from uh, Andre Grayson as well and some of the thoughts that they have about Colorado State turning their attention to the Rams. Uh, More about Major League Baseball playoffs and the NFL weekend that was, looking back at the former Aggies who performed in the NFL this past weekend. All that's coming up here on the Full Court Press. If you want to text in 435 339 Zero three two one. This is Jarek with Jarek's Fine Jewelry. This October is our
0: 14th year anniversary. So to celebrate, we want to treat you to an anniversary date. Make it a date night on us. Come engagement ring or anniversary ring shopping at Jerick's Fine Jewelry. We have thousands of designs to choose from, including the newest custom designs. With no strings attached and no purchase necessary, we will buy your dinner at Bloom Eatery. The entire month of October, come in ring shopping and Bloom is on us. Make date night special. Make it
3: Jarek's. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor. We love the Cache Valley. Thank you for all of your support since we opened in February. Every one of our rigs is built for your adventure. We invite you to stop by at 615 North Main when thinking about a new rig. At Mountain West Motor, we have Ford Broncos, Ram TRXs, but also keep in mind we have great price point rigs starting at 20K. Check our website for current inventory and pricing at mwmotor.com. And for news and events, follow us on Instagram at mwmotor.co. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure.
0: What's more important than sleep? Granted, some things are, but not many. This is Ryan at My Mattress, and here we offer the best solution to better sleep. A better mattress. IntelliBed, the gel mattress, cradles your hips and shoulders while providing the best back support possible. Or come in and choose a Tempur-Pedic that boasts 93% of their owners love their bed. My Mattress, offering the best sleep possible by the South Walmart.
1: Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30, or the new soup, salad, and bread special for just $10 is tasty and quick. Elements' lunch menu is full of scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger, casual or professional. Open Monday through Thursday, 1130 to 8 p.m., and Friday and Saturday, 1130 to 9 p.m., visit the elementsrestaurant.com for reservations today. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Judge has had a historical season, but that doesn't mean that you should give him a 10-year deal, which is probably what he's going to want. He's going to be 31 at the start of next season. There have been injuries, injuries, that's not a great combination for somebody looking for probably a 10-year contract. Every player ages differently. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Dennis And you. Weekday
0: mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker.
3: Welcome back to the full court press, Eric Franson with you here on a Tuesday. Jason Walker getting some work done on his teeth. So he's got a numb, numb mouth, numb face. Can't really come in and do a radio show when you've got a numb face. So uh, he's off tonight, he'll be gone tomorrow as well. He'll be on the road with the Logan Grizzlies as they go to um, Cottonwood as they finish up the regular season on a Wednesday. For high school football. A couple couple things going on tonight, by the way, for uh, high school sports. Some interesting volleyball games. So one really big one. Ridgeline hosting Skyview as uh, Skyview, the number one team in the state. Ridgeline, I believe, number three in the state in 4A. So big matchup between those two, those two volleyball teams. Uh, Logan is hosting Mountain Crest, Green Canyon, hosting Bear River. Uh, also, Utah State hosting uh, Boise State in volleyball tonight. So, a lot of interesting choices uh, to go support some uh, good volleyball going on in our area. Uh, but also, uh, again, just a recap of uh, what's going on with Major League Baseball playoffs underway. The the uh, uh, Divisional Series underway. You have two games that have gone final. One in the National League, one in the American League. And both of them very, very close. Uh, Phillies beating the Braves 7-6 to in Atlanta. And then the Astros rallying in the bottom of the ninth with uh, two outs. Hit a three-run home run shot to beat the uh, Mariners 8-7. to So, big win for the Astros, unfortunately, for uh, Seattle. Uh, trying to get that uh, win there. Looks like they had it secured. Just couldn't get guys uh, off the... Uh, Off the the plate. So uh, Astros and uh, Braves, excuse me, Astros and Phillies win their first games. Other games tonight, another game starting in about less than 10 minutes. Guardians at the Yankees. That's going to be on TBS. And then at about a little after 7.30, it'll be the Padres at the Dodgers. Uh, That'll be on FS1. Uh, Interesting note from uh, Blake Anderson on Monday. And I know this has been an issue that has uh, it's, it's happened quite a bit this season with the way that the wide receivers are lining up. And uh, they, they're really wide, and they're almost right there on the sideline, these really wide uh, wide receiver splits. And we've seen a number of times where those wide receivers end up going out of bounds and then come back, come back inbounds to, uh, to make a play. And uh, we've seen other coaches get really upset about it. Coach Anderson got really hot about uh, one of those calls that was flagged. In fact, it was a throw to McGriff in the end zone. But uh, it went against the Aggies rather than some of these others that have gone in favor of Utah State. So I asked him about those wide splits for those wide receivers and how that's working out so far and why why they're consistently – Playing them so wide in the field,
2: we slipped some guys inside this week too. Matter of fact, the touchdown, Brian Cobb, the first one, he had that wide split and and he slipped inside and got on top. I mean, we do want to spread the field, unlike anybody else. There's a handful of teams in the country that take that approach. If you watch Tennessee this weekend, they play a very similar style of offense. Uh, a lot of us come from the same backgrounds. We uh, we are going to get forced out some, but we come right back in and put our feet back on the grass and made plays. One of the biggest conversions of the game on third and 15 when Coop rolled to the right on a scramble, Brian Cobb stepped right back in the field and made the play. So the, uh, the officials assured me and, and I got confirmation that the, the touchdown last week that was called back, uh, what was a miscall. call? I mean, if they get forced out, as long as they establish them back in the field, they they can play ball. So we know that's part of having wide splits. We utilize that to our advantage. It is a challenge at times, but we feel like the benefits outweigh the challenges. And we just need to utilize different kinds of releases, different kinds of stacks, different kind of route combinations to, um, to help us. But it does open up the field. It does make it difficult on defenses to decide how to deploy their defensive players. It does help the run game, or it creates unbelievable one-on-ones on the outside. And we're getting better at, Manipulating both of those and taking advantage of those.
3: So there you have it. Some interesting comments about the wide, uh, wide uh, field there for Utah State's wide receivers, and uh, we've seen them. Right? They're on those sidelines. Doesn't give them a lot of room, and sometimes it's been in their favor, and a couple of times it uh, really hasn't. But uh, anyway, love to get your your thoughts about that. If you've noticed that, seems like a referee has thrown his hat multiple times on the sideline. When a wide receiver, Utah State wide receiver, is uh, forced out and is able to come back in to make a play, uh, one of the things quickly I just wanted to note from this was a comment from Andre Grayson. You know, somebody earlier talked about uh, you know the play of Johnny Carter. Uh, he punched out the, the, the ball, he created a fumble, and it was Andre Grayson who recovered it. If you remember the play before that happened, he was called for a penalty. Which sustained a drive for Air Force looked like the Aggies were going to get them off the field. Then he commits a penalty, and um, and then you know there's a, an opportunity to come back and redeem himself. So a bit of a roller coaster of emotions there for Andre Grayson.
4: It was definitely good to get the uh, fumble recovery because um, I was a little bit confused on the uh, the penalty, but you know you move on to the next play and. Um, playing the position that I play and playing for so long, I understand that the game goes on. You can't control everything. So continue to play. And, you know, when, when the moment comes, you know, A.J. made a great play and we just execute
3: executed. Uh, there was one other interesting note from Andre just talking about, you know, just the, the morale of this team. After kind of a rough patch early there in the season, turning things around, and then finally being able to see the fruits of their labors with getting a victory against a quality opponent uh, during homecoming on your field and just how that teams reacted to that big win on Saturday.
4: Oh, it was, it was amazing. The guys are real happy. You know, everybody was up in spirits and um, it's a big boost for our morale because it's not easy to, to stay focused and to pull out a win like that when, you know, things have been going the way they have this season. But Nobody's flinched. Nobody's put their head down. Um, The coaches have done a great job making sure that they, you know, they stay focused and they let us know that we're getting there and we're we're getting better. And you know, um, it it was great to see it pay off, and and we knew it would. And it's just the first step. Um, Continue to try and go one and zero every week, and yeah, it it was good for everybody.
3: Now, speaking of defenses, this is a Colorado State defense, which will be interesting on Saturday. Uh, They've had some. Now, as I mentioned earlier, they've had a cornerback, one of their top defensive players in the back end, who's uh, announced this week that he's going to leave their program and transfer. But they've, if you remember last year, they had some dudes up front that made life difficult on the Aggies. And uh, Coach Anderson, <laughs> he remembers that, remembers having his quarterback on his back a lot. And that's going to be a focus for Utah State, trying to protect the quarterback and uh, create some opportunities in the run game against a good defensive front.
2: Well, it starts up front, uh, no doubt. Their front is disruptive. We struggled to keep them away from Logan last year. He got hit a lot in this particular game. We were able to create some opportunities downfield, but but it came at a cost all day long. It was a challenge. Uh, this is um, they are they are very active, and, and you know with the four down, they they want to create pass rush, very similar to what we do, and they're built for it. The linebackers are downhill players. Uh, it's um, it, it you got to you got to do a great job up front. You really do. You got to get bodies on people. Uh, I just remember that game last year. A lot of times that we were getting up off the turf, even after plays that we made, a lot of hits on the quarterback, a lot of collisions. Uh, they they made it tough for us at the line of scrimmage, and so uh, it's where they're built the best. And then in the back end, they'll play man coverage. Now they've they've struggled in the back end at times. They've had some pis called. We got to, to play physical uh, in 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 man coverage and, and get loose.
3: And I think there's going to be some opportunities there. Uh, and uh, as this has been an ongoing theme here, can those wide receivers for Utah State can they play physical? Can they create separation? Can they create opportunities for Cooper Lagarde to get the ball to them? So those are some of the big questions uh, about this game coming up on Saturday, five o'clock kickoff, three thirty pregame for us here on The Fan and on KVNU. game will be on CBS Sports Network. A uh, quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. We want to come back. A few more thoughts about uh, Utah State and Colorado State as we continue to preview uh, the matchups and what the coach has to say about them. Also, a look back at the weekend that was in the NFL with uh, a couple of former Aggies doing well. And some, you know, one particular, getting his NFL season debut over the weekend who that was and how he did coming up next here on the Full Court Press
1: Advanced Heating and AC the two-time gold medal winner in Best in Utah they're teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling Carrier provides you the best furnace units available and now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns cash valley cold financing options are available turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and Carrier Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI and online at advancedheating-ac.com we're not comfortable until you are
3: Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Want to set yourself apart from the competition? A new Leadership MBA at Utah State University
1: will help you lead companies and drive change in your organization. You can attend in person in Logan on Thursday evenings or take online interactive classes. Complete your MBA in as little as a year. Apply before November 15th to be considered for a January
3: start. Contact the MBA office for a waiver of the application fee. Learn more at UtahStateMBA.com. That's UtahStateMBA.com.
1: Crystal Vision, the two-time gold medal winner in Best of Northern Utah, just got
0: back from a Las Vegas buying show. They were able to see and buy the newest eyeglass frames, styles, and trends for 2023. Stop in today and check out what's new in the eyeglass frame world. Remember to take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Nobody has the style and fashion to choose from like Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com.
1: The state's Wood Stove Conversion Assistance Program is coming to Cash Valley October 17th. Replace your old, outdated wood fireplace and get a rebate of up to $4,000. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, the two-time Best of Northern Utah winner in the fireplace retrofit category, is an authorized vendor for this program. They suggest heat and glow fireplaces or quadrifire pellet and wood stoves. Act quickly. This one will close fast. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Information is online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. The Aggies,
0: Jazz, high schools, even the Pee-wee's T-ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan.
2: So we're gonna have to we're gonna do a really good job of, of kind of reteaching some things this week and making sure we're in the right place. And you're right, air raid spreads you out, puts you all over the place. They they want to spread the ball around. Hopefully, we can make them very uncomfortable with our front, our pass rush, and, and cover as well as we have the last couple of weeks.
3: That's uh, Blake Anderson talking about that Colorado State offense and uh, using you know, some similar um, the similarities between what Colorado State wants to do and what Utah State does. Uh, it, you know, those air raid concepts that were used at Nevada. Are being used in at Colorado State. Um, They like to move the ball around, and uh, really, it's the context of transitioning from how you have to focus on stopping the run against Air Force to now you got to focus on an offense that's predicated on slinging the ball around a lot of different places. So, kind of a, a different change in philosophy, but it's there are a lot of similarities to what Utah State does here. So, it's kind of Coming back to what they normally do, and who they normally are, and so it's not that dramatic as much as it would be going the other way, trying to prepare for uh, Air Force in this case. But you go from Air Force to Air Raid, and uh, Coach gives a little bit more of a, some uh, more perspective on that Air Raid system that the Aggies are going to have to defend on Saturday.
2: It's a uh, offense built around repetition. There's a lot of principles of the air raid in our system. Uh, we, you know, it's kind of where, where I started 20-some odd years ago with, with parts of the air raid from Sonny Dykes and Mike Leach and that crew, and our RPO game and our spread game just kind of developed over the years. And so you see some principles in ours. It's it's about repetition. It's about going back to a lot of the same concepts, knowing you're going to get different answers. And quarterbacks get better the more reps they get. Now they've been. Again, beat up. We don't really exactly know what we're going to see. Who's getting healthy? Who's coming back and playing? Who have they moved away from? They've had a lot of guys in the portal. I mean, knowing what we're going to see in terms of personnel is a challenge. But knowing the system you're going to see, they're dedicated to it, and they've been really, really good at it at Nevada, and you're starting to see them get better at it there at Colorado State.
3: Yeah, and that's a with with repetition being the key in that team in that system's uh, success uh you know he didn't it's a it's a relatively new and young quarterback and uh, more time in that system it starts to become more and more comfortable and he didn't have a great game last week at Nevada but he had a solid final drive which put them in the position to win the game so i think that's kind of the context of how he was talking about their their offense and besides just the the system itself you know, there's a couple of players to watch out for as well.
2: They're they're good at what they do in the in the spread. I mean, Matt Matt's been running the system since he was born, I think, and, and it shows Horton did a phenomenal job at Nevada before he transferred over with them and he definitely is dynamic. He was a guy we, we would have loved to have been able to get out of the portal before he made the jump to go there. Um, you know, I, I think the thing about the air raid and, and their version of it is they they will spread the ball around to everybody now horton's obviously having a big year and, and their best player is going to still get the ball but they do make you defend the entire field they always have uh, it's it's um, it's balanced by numbers to some degree and when they're healthy if, if they're healthy and and i think everybody struggles being healthy this time of the year then then they've got enough weapons to to hurt you and then you go from what we just mentioned, you go from the triple option now back to the air raid, we're going to be super disciplined and cover well, and we're going to have to get pass rush. We're going to have to get to the quarterback and make him very uncomfortable.
3: And, and that's absolutely part of it, that I think this Utah State defensive front will be able to affect the game uh, in a way that we haven't seen for a couple of the games. Um, and I, I think that the uh, the secondary as well, I think we're going to see some, some fun takeaways and, and opportunities to get after this Colorado State team but uh, as Coach says, you know, the, it, it's also important that you have a solid running component to have a successful air raid system.
2: I think the balance always helps you. It does us. It, even guys in the air raid, uh, when you've looked at their best teams, they were able to run the ball effectively and, and stay balanced in the sense of when you play coverage, they're willing to run the ball at you. When you, when you bring people, they're going to take their matchups. I, I think it fits very similar to what we think. You've, you've got to stay balanced or, or you become very very one-dimensional, very very tough for us to be that kind of team.
3: So certainly the, the defense can't throw out the things that it learned and and uh, executed well against Air Force in slowing down their run. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to say you can stop the run against Air Force, but slowing down the run and uh, utilizing those same concepts uh, against Colorado State to to take away – what they want to try to do to make them more one-dimensional, if that front can uh, do an effective job taking that away, then you can effectively do what a lot of teams were doing to Utah State and drop more guys back in coverage and make it really, really tough to throw the ball to anybody who may be remotely open. So interesting comments there from Coach Anderson. Uh, A bit of a preview for what we could see this week uh, at Colorado State. The game will be at Fort Collins uh, on their campus uh, pre-game coverage for us will start at 3:30. Kickoff at 5 on CBS Sports Network. Uh, all right. If you want to weigh in on that, continue to love to get your text 435-339-0321. Uh, we are going to take a quick time out with some additional thoughts that close out the hour about um, you know some more stuff from Andre Grayson, just about the the leadership of the team, right? Where the mindset of this team is at. Some interesting stuff there. And then some uh, former Aggies in the NFL. And one particular Aggie got his uh, his season debut just this last weekend. That's coming up next here on the Full Court Press in about three and a half minutes from now. Uh, Mountain West Motor. They've got a selection of trucks and SUVs that's been specially customized for your next adventure. So that's you know, whether it's hauling kids, whether it's hauling trailers. If you're going to be roaming in the mountains during this fall break, Make sure you have the right rig to do that. They've got a unique selection of vehicles on their lot. Go check it out in person at 615 North Main in Logan or visit them online, mwmotor.com.
1: Darrell's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers. And Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. It's game time, and you're in the locker room, ready to take the field. But suddenly, you notice a player you don't recognize. He's wearing your team's
0: jersey, and he even knows your name. But you've never seen him before now. Would you trust this stranger with your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing scams work. And the first quarter of 2022 saw the highest volume of phishing attacks ever recorded. Protect your business with the Les Olson Security Suite from Les Olson IT. Learn more
3: at lessolson.com. Are you a small business owner? Who's your bank? This is Bruce Rigby. I want to invite you to bank with us at Cash Valley Bank. We specialize in helping small business and we have great people. That's the Cash Valley Bank difference. Decisions made locally without all the red tape by people who care
0: and know how to help small business. Cash Valley Bank growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank member
4: FDIC.
3: The Young Automotive Group is proud to announce Young Truck and Trailer Center in Cache Valley. Whether it's heavy equipment trailers, horse trailers, race car trailers, or cargo and utility trailers, we're excited to offer some of the finest trailers and flatbed work trucks to Cache Valley. Our team of experts look forward to helping you find the right truck or trailer to fit your needs with competitive prices offered on every make and model for sale on our lot. With our extensive inventory, you'll find the best deals right here in Cache Valley. Young Truck and Trailer Center, just off Highway 89 in Logan. Think Young drive young clean it up and get it out before the snow flies don't wait another winter let dd auto and salvage pay you for that junk vehicle dd auto and salvage makes it so easy and fast to get rid of your junker vehicles by paying you the most money possible pickup is available if you have metal dd auto and salvage and logan wants to pay you today call 787-1204 that's
2: 787-1204 today
3: see store for details
0: they never could play it, but they sure can talk about it. Eric Franson and Jason Walker on the Full Court Press.
3: Hey, shout out to Tyler Larson on the Washington Commanders. Former Aggie made his season debut on Sunday. Only three special team snaps, but still saw the field. Tipa 13 special team snaps needed to record a tackle. Bobby Wagner, certainly the most productive of the former Aggies in the NFL, as you would suspect. Uh, all 55 defensive snaps, six tackles, had one quarterback hit and a pass deflection during the Rams' 22-10 loss to Dallas. But what a surprise for that uh, Rams team. They've uh, really struggled this year after winning the Super Bowl last year. Uh, did not really see that coming, so a bit of a surprise. Um, look, uh, with Utah State, nice win on Saturday over Air Force. Always tough to beat the Air Force Academy. And uh, Andre Grayson said, talked a little bit about that uh, Utah State secondary and the, the leadership there and,
4: and how that's growing and kind of his role as a leader with that group. You know, the, the guys in the room are, are great, honestly, um... Everybody is on the same page. Everybody learns pretty quickly. Um, so from a from a teaching standpoint, I don't really have to do too much. You know, Coach Hicks does a great job, but um, my leadership is more just you know keeping everybody you know focused and on the same page and making sure that no matter how things are going, we continue to work and um, you know trust the plan and every everybody's bought in. So it, it's re, it's really easy to you know to lead these guys and honestly they help me so it's um it's a win-win
3: uh, great stuff there from Andre Grayson now this team did really well last year on the road they won all of their road games uh they won every game away from uh, Merlin Olsen Field and uh, they're gonna have to try to do that again this weekend at Colorado State and uh, shares share a little bit of insight about having that road warrior mentality for the Aggies
4: with with road trips you know you always gotta you always gotta have a lot of focus um you know, you're going into somebody else's environment, their crowd, you know. Um, so really, it doesn't it really doesn't change the plan and, and what we're going to do that much, you know, it's just stay focused and continue to focus on us getting better. Um, you know, the opponent is just there, but every day and every week, we're working to figure out how we can get better no matter where we go, whether we're here or we go um, on an away trip, it, the focus is always on us getting better and you know, putting a good product on the field when we play on Saturdays.
3: So big uh, big challenge for Utah State coming up this week to maintain that momentum. Look, they kind of got the monkey off the back. They got a win after losing a couple of games, but Colorado State did too. They had lost 10 in a row dating back to last season and finally getting a win for them. And so you have to be careful. This This is a team that also is a little bit excited and rejuvenated. After finally getting a win after so many struggles and so many losses, and the Aggies can't get complacent thinking they can just walk in there and take care of business against Colorado State. On paper, yeah, they've struggled. They're not having a good year. They're not uh, uh, having a very good season at all. They've been uh, they've lost to Michigan fifty-one to seven. They lost to MTSU thirty-four to nineteen. They lost to Washington State thirty-eight to seven. They lost to an FCS team. Utah State knows how that goes, 41-10. to 10. And then they broke through and beat Nevada on the road 17-14. to 14. So a uh, big opportunity for Utah State to pick up a couple of wins in a row and uh, work on trying to get themselves to bowl eligibility. Only two wins and a uh, few opportunities that look like you know, odds will be in their favor going forward, and certainly this game on uh, Saturday is one of those. You can't, uh, can't overlook a Colorado State team who wasn't that great last year and darn near beat the Aggies. So uh, still a challenge for Utah State. But as Coach Anderson said earlier and some of the players too, this week really all is all about Utah State just getting better. It's hard to know and predict who's even going to be on the opposing sideline with injuries and players transferring and quitting on their team on that, uh, that sideline in Fort Collins. So it's about Utah State focusing on who they are, what they can do, and try to be better. Uh, love to continue to see those wide receivers continue to get be physical and create space and go after contested balls. Uh, love to see that uh, running game continue to improve and the offensive line create gaps. And that uh, defense taking away opportunities from the opposing team, creating takeaways, and uh, getting after the opposing quarterback as well. And I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for all of the above Uh, for this uh, Aggie team coming up this next week as uh, Utah State will be at Colorado State. And uh, Aggies currently favored by 11 on Saturday night with kickoff at uh, 5 o'clock. That's going to do it for us here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in.